Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations. If you'd like to help preserve this moment in history for future generations, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Bitten Monk Larjón lives in Mallorca, Spain. In this interview, she compares her home in Denmark to Spain's responses to the pandemic. She also is a leader of retreats, which no longer can happen because of the pandemic. And yet, it has forced her to reach out online in new ways that have brought wonderful interactions. You know, I listen quite a lot to Danish radio because I'm from Denmark and I heard on the radio about China and what was going on. Uh, I guess that must have been in, I don't know, January, February, um, sort of didn't think it was going to be a thing here at all. This is an opportunity for us to change the world into something better, to rethink what we do. I have to tell a bit of background story about myself, actually, because three years ago, my husband and I, with our daughter, she was six at that time, we moved to Mallorca, a small island in, in Spain. Uh, and we did this because we wanted a different life. We loved Denmark and we loved what we were doing. We were sort of caught in the hamster wheel, as you call it, right? Um, the, the nine to five, and we wanted to break up with that. So uh, in a way, when, when COVID strikes here, I felt very um, grateful that we already made this choice because, you know, I, I was already clear. It was already very clear to me that at that point, we, we, we were, were already creating a new life, a new reality, a new world. Um, and during these three years, I've seen that it's possible. But, but slowly, when things start to get under your skin and you get used to it, you start to create a new hamster wheel. <laughs> and even though I really, really love this hamster wheel, um, COVID in a way sort of, you, you know, it passes, it stops and it, it um, so I work with my husband and we have chosen to be as much time together with each other and with our daughter. And this time has been, it's been tough and it's been more easy than it's been tough because we're used to being together. We, we have made an active choice those three years ago to be together and spend as much time together as possible. So in that sense, um, uh, like that has sort of it's, it's come back to me how happy I am that I made this in those three years ago. I also feel blessed. We live in a beautiful place where, yeah, we, when I think about people who have so much less than we do, who have small apartments and, oh my God, I, I feel, you know, worries I may have had before. So all of a sudden just felt so small. They don't matter that much anymore, you know, whether being financial worries or, or stuff like that, it's, it's, it's going to work out everything. That's what I've learned for sure.
So I've been listening mainly to the Danish news because that's my mother tongue. Uh, I speak Spanish and I try to listen to, to Spanish radio and TV, but I don't I don't understand it in, in that sense when it gets like really specific like that. So it's been very difficult for me to understand the Spanish uh, Spanish news, how they've communicated it. So everything has I have gotten that either through Danish um, news or through news on Mallorca that is like in English. So translated for foreigners. So of course, with those glasses that it's been served to me, um, but it's it's very uh, different how they have managed the situation here in Spain compared to Denmark. It's it's a lot more open, and it, it has been. Of course, they had a lockdown in Denmark completely as well, but not in in the sense of we have had it here in Spain because we had to stay at home and only go out for shopping, and well, walking the dog was only 50 meters from our home here in Spain. They take it quite serious when they say they want to do something to do it. Whereas in Denmark, it's, it's been way more liberal. It's been way more, you know, um, if they have a rule, well, people tend to follow it. They don't really need police reinforcement for that. Um, so people just do. So I guess that's also why it's been easier for the Danes to get through this this quick and open up. It's been a rough period. It's been uh, homeschooling, which everyone does who has kids. We still do so now. Um, so that's, uh, I'm really happy that I love being with my family, but it's, it's very tough when you're not a teacher, you don't know like pedagogically how to go around these things and how to, in the best way, support your child. And we can only do the best we can and that's what we've done. But, um, but still, it's been a challenge, it has for sure. That's been a huge part of it. So now we are in the stage of, uh, we can go out, um, we can go to restaurants, as long as it's outside. If there is any problem with obtaining a two meter distance, we need to wear masks. So we have to do that in all shops. We wear masks, otherwise they won't let us in. It's more free now. They just open the beaches so people can be at the beaches. They just get rid of the limitation time-wise. It was very, you know, two hours a day. You could do workout out in the free. And But uh, but now it's for sure it's opening up more, which is, which is really great. We needed that. Just being able to meet with friends, we can meet up to 10 persons now, and uh, and that's really amazing. I already feel I had a big eye-opener from years ago, but this has just confirmed me, for sure. Uh, another thing it's made me do is sort of just act and do stuff that I always thought I was wanting to do. This can be privately and work-wise. I've you know, found myself in situations where, I've, for instance, I've been holding back on you know, going into social media, and um, what we do work-wise, we have this retreat, um, which is kind of unique. Um, we work with like extraordinary and high performers from all over the world. And it's very much one-on-one, -on -one, which has been until now. But this has sort of made me think differently. Like, how can we work with people online, for instance? Or how can I promote us online, which has been a bit... I think I've had a bit of fear, you know, showing myself online to the world before and all of a sudden I thought like why not let's just try it I created a Facebook group and now I have hundreds and hundreds of people joining from all over the world which is great and I'm not so scared anymore to show myself and who I really am so it's it's also actually affected me in the way of showing the true me you know and allowing the true me to to shine through and and then um, you know, the thoughts I had previously about how will people 
uh, think about me. I, I don't worry that much about that anymore because it's such a minor detail in a way. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you don't like it, just go out or <laughs> leave the group, you know? So, so in that sense, it, it's affected me for sure. People have gotten contact with us as well from all over the world, wanting to do some kind of collaboration. And everything that's come in my way or in our way, we just more or less have said yes. I've just gone with it just to see what happens. And just like your interview here, it was sort of the same. My friend wrote me a message like, oh, you could do this. And I just thought, yeah, why not? And I think that that's a big thing. Of course, it should feel right when we say yes to something. And, and that's a big thing. But I've, I've been doing, I've actually been quite actively in doing new things. And that, that's, that's a big change, trying something new. Well, online is the new black. It was before, but if there's like another version of black, of course, all the medias, all of a sudden, everyone knows how to meet in different, you know, like Zoom or Skype or other versions, classroom. Um, for my daughter, a big thing. Now she has the online teaching for us as well. For my family, you know, my family is abroad. I have my family in Denmark and in London as well. And normally we just call, but now we have weekly, you know, FaceTime calls. It's really, really nice that we sort of see each other. It's always been, been available, but it's been a thing we used mainly before for my daughter to, you know, see her grandparents because we're quite far away. But now we do that, which is, which is super. Um, so I, I feel like we're getting even more connected to each other in this way. Well, I wouldn't have made the Facebook group, group uh, Unfiltered Treasures by Bieden Mang Lahom. I had not, I'm sh for sure I would not have, have done that and met all the amazing people that turned up in there from all over the world. I'm so grateful for that. Oh, I invented a, a, a diet. I'm launching a web page next week. So that's been a huge work. It's, it's like a blog, the clean living diet it's called. And I wouldn't have invented that. So that's been my creative mode of just taking pictures and writing and whatever just came out of me, I did. Um, and put away the fear of doing something wrong, but just doing. Um, so that's a huge, huge impact it, it has. Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. <laughs>